Yes, Lord. Glory. Glory be to God. Glory be to God. We are finishing up on this part of this series of God's kingdom agenda. We're moving on to a, another section of God's kingdom agenda. So we want to dive into the end of the text that we've been dealing with for, for some time. We want to deal with 2 Corinthians 5 and just verse 21. Just verse 21. It will come up on your screen. They will bring it up in the living translation. And it reads as such in our hearing. For God made Christ who never sinned to be the offering for our sins so that we could be made right with God through Christ. Hallelujah. Father, even now as we stand, please move Tracy out of the way. Allow there to be a certain kind of glory that fills this place. Lord, I believe you have a word for us. Allow us to hear, to, to see clearly what you are saying so that we would have to make a decision to reject or receive what you are speaking. But let the clarity of it, let the truth of it be so crystal clear that we can't help but know what the Spirit is saying. So, Lord, move Tracy. Do not allow me to impede uh, this word of understanding to us, your people. Even now, Lord, even now, even now, in the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. I really don't know how the choirs do it, but it seems like each week they sing my sermon. <laughs> I don't know if you got a, y'all got something on that y'all tapping into my. <laughs> but, but we can really say amen and go home. You know, with Romans uh, uh, 8 and 28, that he works all things together, you know, for us who love him, who are called according to his purpose. With, with running for Jesus, with, with, with I, I put it all in his hands. But you know, to be honest with you, that's where the tension is. 
That's where the problem is. Let me see if I can make this clear. You know, you know, if you are in Jesus, you are in Christ Jesus, that's settled. And I hope you know that. I hope you know that you're sealed. I, I hope you know that Philippians 1, 6 says that he has begun a good work in us, will continue to, to the day of Christ Jesus, which means then that, that I'm not in and out of salvation. I'm either in Christ or out of Christ. <laughs> listen, listen, being, being saved is not based how, on how good you are because none of us is good. God is the only one that is good. See, our estimation of good is that we're comparing ourselves with one another. And the truth of the matter is, you really don't know how good other people are. So don't compare yourself to nobody because God doesn't judge the same way we do. But, but the truth of the matter is, God says goodness is him that good, and unless we equal his goodness, we're not good. It's the rich young ruler who walks up to Jesus and said, good master, and Jesus corrects him, not because Jesus is not good, but Jesus corrects his view of goodness because the rich young ruler thought that he was good. He says, none is good. But God, the Father. Now, now you got to understand, Jesus is God, so he's good. But the young man now has been knocked down a level because he thought he was good. How I know that? Because he said, I have kept the law since I was young. And Jesus said, okay, you think you qualify? Let me put my finger on your problem. Sell all your riches and come follow me. And in the Jewish context, to be chosen by a rabbi to become a disciple was the dream of every young Jewish boy. It's not like in our culture. You wanted to be picked. That was the highest level of, 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 of what you could be to learn the scriptures from a rabbi, from a teacher. And here he is knowing this. And he chose his riches. Listen, 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 listen. My battle is not whether I'm saved or not. I know I'm saved. I hope you know what you're saved. I hope that you have come to the place that there is evidence in your life by the working of the Holy Spirit that you know you're saved. Don't mean you're perfect, but you are being transformed. It means that you're not what you used to be because there's a power in you and you just can't do what you used to do the same way you used to do it. Now, hold on. Now, if your salvation, because you are in Christ, accepted the Lord Jesus Christ, you have repented of your sins and given him your, your life, then it is sealed because you are either in Christ or out of Christ. He solved it at the cross on Calvary 2,000 years ago, and you are still walking in the blessing of it because you're walking in the blood. Now, hold on. If that is taken care of, let me come down here to the end. That means then that I know I'm going to heaven. Amen. It's not a maybe I'm going to heaven. I know I'm going to heaven based on what Jesus did. 
not based on what I do, based on what he did. So I'm not in and out of salvation or in and out of Christ. I'm either in Christ or out of Christ. And if I'm in Christ, then salvation is mine. So guess what? That is not the battle. Y'all with me? I hope you're there. See, there's something you got to know. Because if you don't know these things, Satan will play tricks on you. One moment you think you say, the next moment you think you're not saved. Listen, you are either in his hands or you're not. You know what the battle is? Listen, the beginning, if you're in Christ, that's taken care of. He did it. I received it. If, since I received that, I know what the end result. I was watching. I, I, I couldn't watch. I couldn't watch. I couldn't watch the Ohio-Michigan game yesterday. I was at a funeral service at First Baptist Candy Heights, and, and so I got the end of it, but if I was to watch the replay of it, it but because I know the end, even though the first quarter, Michigan had 14 to zero, guess what? Well, I'm drinking my pop and eating my popcorn, I ain't worried. You know why I'm not worried? Because I'm, I'm, I'm looking at something that already happened. My brother asked me on the phone, he's a truck driver. He asked me, he said, Tracy, you think mom and dad is up there praying for us? I said, no. <laughs> you think they visited us and encouraged us? I said, no. He said, why not? I said, Derek. They have already passed to the other side. They know the end of the story. They even know how God's gonna walk us through whatever we go through. So why would they pass, why would they waste time worrying about something they know? Well, see, we are experiencing, they know, because they are already on the other side, and they see how God works it all out. So, so, so guess what? They're like me watching pop and a popcorn, ain't worrying about what's going on in between, because they know the end result. My question is this, are you trusting God for your battles down here? My question is, the battle is, is between the yes, I know him, yes, I accepted him, and me being in his presence. Listen, the battle is, am I trusting God at his word? Am I trusting God for his promises when Satan is doing everything he can to steal my joy, steal my peace, steal my trust in him for the right now. Even though I said, I know he did this and that, but am I trusting him for the this I'm facing today? So I don't know about you, but I still got some battles to fight. I don't know about you. There's some things that if I could change them, I would change them. There's some situations if I could fix, if I could. Let me, let me tell you a secret. Life will throw trouble your way. You're not exempt. Now listen to me. The question is, do I, do you and I face life situations 
like we know God. Oh, oh, listen, 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 listen. Can't stop certain things from coming. But God is expecting me to act better than when I did when I didn't know him. He's expecting me to believe that he's in my situation with me. He expected me to show faith and know that I got his favor, I got his covering, that he will do what he said he's going to do. I may not understand why I'm going through, but this relationship I got with him. Listen, can I talk to you, Lynetta? Since you're up on the front seat, you ain't going to sit on the front seat no more. Please sit on the front seat. This is what God is teaching me. God said, when you trust me, to the level you trust me, I can trust you. See, it's relationship of based on what he has already done, that your trust and faith is in him is secure in what you're going through. You see, because he wants you to be a testimony in how you handle what you go through. See, anybody can, can be good on top of the mountain. But did you know that you're probably going to have more valleys experiences than mountain experiences? Did you know between every mountain is a valley? Did you know you don't learn much on the mountain? You learn more in the valley? Did you know that God will specialize in your valley experiences? Because that's when he's going to show up the most. If you want a miracle, go through a valley with faith. If you want to see God show out, it's not going to be on the mountaintop. It's going to be in the valley low. If you want to see God just absolutely blow your mind. My, my brothers and sisters, this journey of life is to build us to walk in faith and integrity that our faith is being stretched and strengthened by what life throws at us. Job, listen to Job at the end of of his, his story. He said, I thought I knew you. Hold on, he's the baddest boy on the earth. Wait a minute, God brags on Job and tells Satan, you can't touch him. You can't touch his faith. Put your hand on everything. I know my boy. He knows me. Did you hear that? Not that he got a whole lot of stuff. Listen, God don't mind you having stuff if he can trust you with the stuff. The problem is we want stuff and don't want God. God wants to have you to the place that whether you up or down, 
your faith does not change. Hold on, hold on. Oh, something just hit me. You know what just hit me? The same praise I give him when I'm on top of the mountain. He wants me to give him the same praise in the valley. You know why? He hasn't changed. My circumstances have changed, but he hasn't changed. So why would I allow my circumstance to make me doubt who my God is? If God was good on the mountain, he's still good in the valley. God hasn't moved. He hasn't lied. He hasn't changed. So, so watch this. So, so the same cross that saved me is the same cross that's going to keep me. Romans chapter 8, somewhere around verse 32 says this. He said, he gave his, that God gave his only son to save us. And if he gave his son, won't he give you everything else that you need? You know what he's saying? If I did that to save you, then I'm up to something and I will keep you. Before your trouble hit you, it went through me, so I'm giving grace to keep you in your trouble. What you got to believe is that I'm up to something, and since I'm God, I don't have to tell you what I'm up to. Just trust who I am. Trust since I love you enough to give my only son from you, then I love you enough to give you everything you need between now and then. successfully walk in life in such a way my faith shines even in my trouble. How can I keep my mouth right when my mouth want to be wrong? How can I keep my attitude at a equilibrium when the old me want to hurt somebody. If not hurt you, at least cuss you. You know why? That's where we live. Okay, can I share something with you? When God shows us something, if we don't grab it yes, by force yes, and, and we're not obedient to what he shows us, yes, God's not going to show you much more. Listen, Christian maturity is not based on how long you've been in church. I hate to say this, we got some old babies in the church. Whenever we throw a temper tantrum because things don't go our way, you're a spiritual baby. 
Whenever you get mad and upset at every little, every little, every little, every little. Eh? When everything gets us out of our equilibrium, at some point, we got to do some self-talk. At some point, we got to say, wait a minute, wait, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. I don't like where I'm at, but haven't God been good up to now? At, at some point, we got to look back and say, you know what? The power of the cross and the power of the blood has kept me up to now. So, Lord, you have already done enough for me to trust you for whatever. Lord, help me not to look at the circumstance and allow the circumstance to talk to me. Lord, I'm going to open my mouth and talk to you, and I'm going to talk about all the stuff you have already done, all the promises you said you're going to do, and Lord, help me to plant my anchor. Funny, 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 funny. A boat has an anchor that if you let it down, even though the waves are rocking, that boat will only move a certain distance because the anchor holds it in its place. Are you tied down to Jesus? I mean, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. That no matter, because life is like the water, it's going to rock you up and down. But if you're anchored to the solid rock, if you're anchored to him and you are trusting in his word, you can only move so far. Why? Because you may bob up and down, but I ain't going nowhere. I'm staying right here. You understand. He's been too good to me. I'm staying. God wants us to understand that if he's allowed it, there, there's, a, there's a maturing in our Christian development that it takes trouble. <laughs> let, let me say it again. You pray harder when you're going through something. We get for real when we're when we going through something. If everything always worked out with us, how can I say this? If you give your child everything, everything, they're not ready for life. You know why? When they leave your house, life ain't going to give them everything. <laughs> okay? I mean, it's not love to not discipline your children because if you don't discipline the children, the police will. The Jehovah, okay, well then why do you think that God who knows us better than we know ourselves that, 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 that God will give us something? Listen, even your anointing can't increase until he can trust you with it. You're dangerous if you're undisciplined spiritually and got an anointing. 
You can't even walk in your calling until you're walking at some level of, of, of discipline. Why? Because God is not going to have an evil anointing person. Not his anointing, not his power. No, no, you got to prove yourself worthy. And what God means worthy is not being good, but trusting him when you don't know. God is not obligated to share everything with us. All he's saying is, I share myself with you. Let me be enough and I will carry you. You know what? The, the greatest thing he has given me is my relationship with him. The greatest thing he has given you is your relationship with him. I, I hate to say this, but at the elementary level, you don't know that. I mean, you hear it, but you don't know it. There's some things that you know in second grade that they can't teach you in kindergarten. But in order to get to second grade, you need to learn what they teach you in kindergarten. Until you learn what they teach you in kindergarten, which may be the ABCs, you can't put together words. Listen, did you know it works the same way spiritually? God can't show you the next level of him, the next knowledge. Matter of fact, listen, until I am obedient to the simple things, I won't understand the prompting and the speaking of the Holy Spirit. If I keep on saying no, the Holy Spirit gets grieved and say, My victory, your victory, is based on that you are now in Christ. Amen. Hallelujah. When you are in Christ, everything he won on Calvary and getting up has now been downloaded to you. Glory. Hallelujah. It is the way that God set it up in Genesis that, that really, really, how can I say this? Gen Genesis is the phototype, or it is the beginning, and it shows what God intended. What God intended, he gave Adam and Eve authority, power. Oh, man, we can't even begin to imagine at the level there. I mean, how in the world can he name the animal unless he downloading it from God? How in the world does he know how to take care of an orchard unless he's downloading it from God? My question to you is, who you downloading from? I believe God will teach you what you need to know. If you ask him, God will help you navigate life. But guess what? He won't show you unless you ask. Is there anybody asking? Is there anybody going to God in prayer? Is 
there anybody said, Lord, I need to know. I need to know how to let them with no more. Listen, as long as you think you know how to do it, he'll let you have it. I'm not telling you what I heard. I'm telling you what I know. I didn't know what God had for me and my purpose and my calling till I surrendered. When I, when I surrendered, he started talking to me. He started working with me. He started changing. But guess what? I had to. You know what? I still have to surrender. Uh, listen, I'm teaching you all what he's teaching me. I'm downloading to you all what he downloads to me. Now watch this. The moment I get out of sync, I won't get no more downloads. Guess what? If you're not in proper position, stuff is just... Uh, my, my question is this. What in the world have I missed? How much farther should I be? <laughs> and once you start tasting how good he is, Something. You say that like you got some scars, you got some wounds, but you got some healing. You say that like you've been through something and God had to come rescue you. You say that like you got a testimony and a story. You say that like you haven't always been saved, but now that you're in him, you know the difference from where you've been and where you are, and that God has proven that you're not talking by secondhand information. Listen. Listen, secondhand information will only take you so far. Let me explain. Let me explain. Notice that Satan in the garden talks to Eve. And the reason why he talks to Eve, because Eve's not sure about what she knows. Hold on. The reason why she's not sure about what she knows, because she got it secondhand. Satan is asking her about what God said. But Eve didn't hear what God said. Adam heard it. God told Adam, God told Eve. Listen, when you get something second-handed, you're not as sure as when you got it first-handed. So Satan didn't go to Adam. He went to Eve. And Eve, she even gets it wrong because well, God said, don't, don't, don't eat or touch. God never said nothing about touch. He said, don't eat. So why is she getting the story confused? Because she got it secondhand. 
My problem is, is that, as a matter of fact, the Bible even said that Eve was deceived because she's going by what she heard. But Adam knew because God told him directly. My question to you is, do you know that you know that you have you gotten to the place that you know for yourself? You're not going off of grandmamas, papas, mama's religion, but you know Jesus for yourself and that you can testify. I know he's good. Because until you can say it for yourself from your experience, You know what God wants to do? He wants to keep walking me in my experience until those who told me, now I have a better knowledge of it. Listen, listen, listen. What somebody says and relate to you is good, but it's better when you get there for yourself. Man, you told me the Lord is good. Now, I don't need you to tell me no more. Listen, listen, to, listen to the guys in John chapter 4 where, where, where the woman at the well, they came to see Jesus because of what she said. But when they got there, they heard, they said, guess what, we ain't standing on what you said anymore. We heard him. We talked to him for ourselves. Is there anybody house... Hurting for yourself, you, you knowing for yourself, you standing on him for yourself. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I mean, I, I love your testimony, but I got my own testimony. <laughs> and he's updating my testimony all the time. So watch this, watch this, watch this. As he updates my testimony, my faith is growing to another level. Have, have you experienced God, but it hasn't made no difference in your life? It is possible to see the hand of God and you have not allowed it to increase your faith. I prayed with people who said, well, I I'm going to believe, and they were sick, and they was living another type of life, and I seen God heal them, and after they got healed, they went back to everything else that they was doing before. Felt the presence of God. Felt, saw God do some stuff, and, and, it, and, and, and it did not move their spirit. It did not become, did not equal faith. I believe God is speaking and moving all the time. But if we're not open to the hand of God, we are just standing still. Matter of fact, there is no standing still. You're moving back. Romans chapter 5, verse 1, then we're out of here. Romans chapter 5, verse 1. Therefore, since we are justified, acquitted. Tell, tell your neighbor, I'm acquitted. Matter of fact, God declares me righteous. Did you hear that? God declares you righteous. But, but you don't know what I did last night. God declares you righteous. 
You don't know the thoughts I just thought about somebody. God declares you righteous based on the blood, on the death of the Lord Jesus Christ. Now stay in fellowship, stay in faith. No, what's this, what's this, what's this? Right standing with him. It's positional. Listen, listen. Before I reach where he's taking me, positionally, I'm already there. Before the actuality of it happens, you're there. Burr says something in the 8 o'clock time. He says, I'm already seated in heavenly places. He gets that from Ephesians that said, right now we are seated in heavenly places. God said, positionally, you are already in my presence. Positionally, you are already tapped into my presence. Positionally, you are lifted up high. Now, now I don't see the fulfillment of it yet, but I feel the power of it. If I tap into my position, I will begin to walk in what he says about me. But I tap into that by faith, believing what he says. I am who he says I am. I am more than a conqueror. I am victorious. I am an overcomer. I am rising up. I am. I don't care what it looks like right now. I am. You know what? I believe when we begin to believe what he says, it changes the way you think about yourself. It can't help but change it. It changes the way. You won't be stooped over no more. You won't be afraid to look people in the eye no more. You will have a strut to your walk. <laughs> Listen, and not arrogance, not arrogance. Why? Because it's not something that is of you. It's been given to you. You know who you are, and there's a gratefulness to it. But, but you can't help but feel good about it. If God says, I'm chosen, I'm chosen. If God says, I'm his beloved, I'm his beloved. If God says, I'm his child, I'm his child. You can't help, you can't help but change when you get it in you. Through faith, let us grasp the fact that we have. Listen, you have it. You have, listen, you know what he's saying? He said, grab it. Notice he don't say, God has to make you grasp. He says, no, we have to grasp. The, the fact that he is saying it and he's writing to Christian means that there's some Christians who hasn't grasped it. That's it. Amen. Haven't got the illumination of it. Haven't, is not walking in it. What is it that we are leaving on the table? And the fact is, we all leaving something on the table. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And as our knowledge grow, the, you ought to be... The more God shows me, the more I'm not satisfied with where I'm at. 
the more I realize there's more of him to, to behold. There's more of him to get to know. So, 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 so constantly I'm fighting with the resistance of me moving forward and, and being comfortable with where I'm at. So guess what I got? I got to lean forward into what God is calling me because he always showed me that I don't be something beyond where I am. And if you're not living there, you're missing out. Oh, you'll make it to heaven. Why? Because that's covered. But, but wait a minute. I don't want to get to heaven and God show me how much I miss. <laughs> I, 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 I see... I know what the world can give me because I, I live that flat out. How dare me not give more to God than what I gave to the devil? Listen, 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 let's go on. He said, he said, he said, he says, reconciliation to whole and to, listen, to, God said, I want you to enjoy me, children. We ought to be the most joyful people. We ought to laugh more than anybody. People ought to wonder in a world gone crazy why we got so much joy. Well, my joy is not based on the world. It's based on the fact I know whose hands I'm in. I know who holds the world. I know who holds my hand. I know how good he is. I mean, if the eagle can soar, if the horse can run and clap its back heels, if the dolphin can do flips out of the water because they are enjoying what God has made them to be, you ought to enjoy what God has made you to be in spite of your circumstance. At the walk, he said, oh, at the moon, there ought to be some joy in the house of the Lord. Five o'clock this morning. Cock a cock a doo. I said, huh? Cock a cock a doo. The house on the corner there got hens and roosters. Well, I got here this morning. Cock a cock a doo. I said, I know the neighbor's mad. It's still dark outside, and it doesn't matter. Cock a cock a doo! What are you cock a cock a doing about? He woke me up this morning. I do what I do, and I woke up this morning. Cock a cock a doo! I got it. I got it. You go with your bad self. How much more? Enjoy peace with God through the Lord Jesus Christ to Messiah. The Nona, move up a little bit. Go, go to the next one. Through Him also we have our access, Hallelujah. interest, introduction by faith into the grace. Listen, Hallelujah. the state of God. You got God's favor. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Listen, listen. Whether we are accessing it or not. No, it says access. That means it's yours, but you got to access it. Did you hear that? That means that it can be right here, 
And I'm not accessing what's mine because I'm not using faith to get it. See, me just saying I got favor, and I'm, that's, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Every, everybody has access, but everybody's not going to get it. Everybody's not tapping into it. Listen, he made access, he made it available, but by our praise, our prayer, and how we talk and our attitude, we make access to allow it to become a reality. Not just words that we say, not just by words in the Christian vocabulary, but it's, it, is, it is actually, it's real, but we have to access it, regardless of your circumstance. I mean, I mean, there's something about the presence of God that no matter what you're going through, you say, I got this joy, I got this peace. I know everything is going to be all right. I know, I don't understand how I'm in this myself. I know what's happening, but I'm not feeling it. I'm covered. I'm covered. I know, I know everything that broke loose. I know I got trouble, but I'm not, I know everything. I know. I'm not just saying it. I got a knowing on the inside. That's walking in it. You can't explain it. It, it, it defies description or understanding, but you know that he got me. Oh, he's so real. And people was wondering, how, how are you not losing your mind? He got me. But and for people who have never walked in it, they don't think it's real. Let's go on, let's go on, let's go on. I says faith into grace, favor. Now go, go, go back. You move too fast. I'm, I'm going to get there. Which we firmly say, listen, you got to stand in what you know. Not move back mentally, not move back in what you're saying.